from Revenue Rhino. I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Kendall from Electronique. Kendall, it's so nice to have you on. Hey, thank you for having me. It's been a great tip talking with you and your audience and really just provide some good value and have a good conversation with you, Brad. Absolutely. I'm really excited too. So Kendall, can you tell me a bit about yourself as well as your company and what you guys are up to? Yeah, no, we're up to some exciting things. One of the things that I've been a part of for a long time is in technology and technology automation. Ever went since I was went to Purdue University, I was so excited about the technology and the things that can go even back then. And now just seeing all the things that are happening now in this space, it's just exciting to be a part of. And that's what our company is a part of. It's in the AI um, robotic process automation space. So it's mm. really fo- we really focus on intelligent automation, having our software bots work with uh, those mundane and boring business tasks and processes that kind of uh, focus people on some of the things that they really don't want to do, but need to have happen. And that's one of the most important things that our company does is just helps remove those things, those different business boring mundane tasks, and to make sure that those team members can focus on more of the strategic and creative things that they want to do and that will move the needle forward with regards to the profit and the revenue that they need. I love it, that's awesome. What's your story? Like, how do you get into marketing and doing what you're doing today and all that? Yeah, no, that's a perfect question. When I went to Purdue University, I started in computer integrated manufacturing technology. And so what those um, courses taught me and showed me was how you're able to build robots. And I was really excited about that. But those mechanical engineering courses are really tough a lot of people. So I swung my way to uh, courses in marketing and public relations uh, and writing with creative and English writing. And what I found is that was what I really enjoyed doing. I really enjoyed being able to understand how to communicate better with individuals and people, but then also layer on the technical aspects of the different things that I enjoy as well. That's how I got into this space. And then marketing was really putting that personal um, feeling to it. So I've been in multiple industries from insurance, to, uh, real estate, even uh, health, but the B2B software as a service space is where I really have been able to thrive with you know, communicating with a lot of different ways and different people. And that's what's been exciting for me. So one of the things that I, one of the points that I really talk to other folks is just try as much of the different things that are out there, meaning the different ways to communicate, the different technologies that are out there, and just figure what you're good at. And that's the thing that I've been, that's been helpful for my career. I love that. That's awesome. So diving into that a bit, different technologies and things you're, you're using and all that. AI, I think AI is very much top of mind for marketers out there today. I know it's top of mind for you. I'm actually looking at your LinkedIn profile now and you have AI right in your title there next to your name. So tell me, what are your thoughts around AI and marketing? How is it changing things? How are you looking at it? What's your approach to it? Gotcha. My approach is 
probably a little bit different than some because the buzzword AI and artificial intelligence, I see that more is it more of a think of it as a discipline. It's not like a, a tool or technology, it's a discipline around it. So when you think of it more as a discipline of artificial intelligence, then you understand what you really need to focus on the study. What is the the magic, so they say, behind the wall, and that's what comes into have a better understanding of large language models, have a better understanding of machine learning. Those have a better understanding of the prompt engineering aspects behind what encompasses all the artificial intelligence as the buzzword. But if you look at it that way, then you become an I encourage all my team members and myself to be a student of artificial intelligence and not just say that you're using it, using the applications inside of there that make up the artificial intelligence space, pretty much. And then when you do that, you say, all right, large language models, what is that? How does that actually work? Uh, what does that actually mean? And Brad, what I believe um, all this means is that you have to become a better communicator. You have to be Yeah, that's pretty much what it boils down to. It's if how well can you communicate and how well can you break down your thoughts and be able to either write them down or use your voice to be able to um, execute the different thing that you want to execute, ut utilizing the different tools that are out there now. Absolutely. I love that. So is there any like thing you're utilizing that you found, hey, we've found this really good application for AI, or maybe you haven't found it yet, but you're exploring, we're using it to write all of our blog articles or something, or is there anything you're like putting a stake on of, hey, this is going to help us in this area? Gotcha. Like anything, it's what tools that are out there that is best for the job that needs to be done. Of course, our platform at Electronique is the, the best one for those medium-sized businesses who are looking to automate a lot of the, the work that is being done and then being able to do that on a GUI or a graphic user interface way. But one of the tools that I really love is, of course, um, utilizing uh, Google Bard, Google Bard for research and SEO, especially for a lot of our different applications in the communication message that we have, knowing that Google Bard is attached to Google and it's the main search engine, even that with YouTube, that is a tool that I've been utilizing to create better workflows and better research, especially with the things that we are doing and improving our rankings. So that's been very good. Another application I really love as well is Perplexity. So Perplexity AI. <laughs> So that tool, utilizing that with being able to get the actual sources faster than just doing a basic Google search, it's been great. And it's been able to speed and speed up a lot of the things that I'm doing with regards to research and then find the right sources uh, for the things that we're doing. Interesting. I'm going to look that one up. Perplexity AI. Perplexity AI. And what I love about that application is that when you have the pro version, you can have your chat GPT-4 is a part of that. Claude is a part of that as well. And then they have their own non-proprietary platform. And you get to choose between which tool that you want to use. And so having that all rolled up with actual sources 
is has been a hundred percent game changer with regards to focus on research based account based marketing things that we're doing yeah great stuff i love it so what advice would you have for other marketing leaders out there if you had to you know give them some advice what would you have to say one of the things that i'm doing so is one of the books that i've read a long time ago with the title show your work and that book, it's been great for me uh, to understand that a lot of marketing leaders, they might talk about things, but they're not doing it themselves. And so what I do is this, I go in, do the work and I show the work. I even put it on my LinkedIn profile about, here's what I'm doing, testing different things out and seeing how it actually works for myself and my mindset, and then teach your team how to do it. So don't just say, go in to this LinkedIn AI course and study up on the different aspects of large language models and machine learning. Do the course yourself, understand uh-huh. the course yourself, and then have your team do it. Then they can come to you and have and ask either question. You can provide that guidance. So you can be that true marketing leader because a leader wants to make sure that you lead a great team and then you want to be able to lead leaders and not just lead a bunch of task doers and i think that's where just not just marketing operations revenue sales leaders just business entrepreneurs in general could really focus on hey how can i do this myself and learn it and then be able to let my team know how to take it even further i love that that's, that's great advice. Yeah, just uh, especially the not leading a bunch of task uh, doers, but creating. Yeah. So it, it causes a lot more problems when you're just doing leading maybe 20 or 30 task doers. And that is when are you going to go on vacation? <laughs> when are you going to take a break? You, you can't because they're always relying upon you to strategically think. And that's what you don't want. So what what I say in all of my team meetings, I only want to lead leaders. And when I'm leading those leaders, it is their responsibility to make sure they take the strategic um, initiative to ask questions, to test different things out, and to come up with their own conclusions and recommendations. And of course, utilizing even the AI tools and the from chat GPT to open AI to all the different things that are out there, but then come back and say what you learned and teach other individuals. I believe that we need to be better teachers. And I, I see a lack of that in any marketplace. And if we are able to become better teachers the, and then opening those doors for other individuals, I believe that's where uh, your own just career and self-benefit will increase exponentially. Absolutely. Love it. Is there anything you wish you would have known like earlier in your career, like any advice you'd give to your younger self, you know, if you could be teleported back in time? (laughs) Yes. If I could be teleported back in time, I surely wouldn't have taken those mechanical engineering technology classes so much. I would have lowered my course load instead of taking 18 hours my freshman year to down to 12. So that was, I got some bad advice on that one. <laughs> but so what does that mean? That means do not overload yourself. 
there's so much you do have a time to be able to be successful or able to finish a project so there is time available it's just a matter of taking the time and spreading it out over time so you can do a lot over a year more so than you can do over a day i believe that a lot of what i've done in my younger self was stress out about getting as much knowledge and much information as possible and just was feeding upon all of that reading all of these books i have a big library and of and the opportunity of just hey i have all these books but execute what is yeah. the one thing that actually can execute and break it down and then test it out before i start buying another book or seeing another shiny object because uh, one of the things i do and i still do to this day and i also recommend for marketing leaders to do if they want um but here's what i do is i dedicate uh, at least uh one percent of my uh, annual revenue and income that I make continuing education. I don't rely upon a company to pay for my continuing education. I do that. I'm responsible for my own self-knowledge and learning. That's why I do have a large library and a lot of resources. And that because of that, I have been able to leapfrog over a, a lot of challenges, opportunities, and even different industries because I believe that self-education and learning yourself, even after you're done with college or done with university or done with high school, it doesn't really matter, is key uh, for growth. And after you're done learning, it's taking massive execution on what you've learned. Absolutely. Yeah, I think even in the age of technology and videos and all this stuff, books are really underrated. They have world experts that give their perspective and within a few hours you can read all the knowledge. I, I love reading too and it's something not to be overlooked. Yeah, one of the things I love to do, Brad, as well is this. It's this what I learned from Alex Ramosi. Yeah, he is the author of 100 million dollar leads and I had those those books as well. But what he said and what I started to practice is not only just read, but then listen to the audiobooks as well. So listen and read at the same time, which speeds up your retention, which I found that is actually true. So what I've done now is I go to YouTube and or to my Amazon audio and look for the books and to listen to it as well as a reading. So I have the YouTube video going on audiobook and then also doing something as and reading at the same time. And one of the fun books I'm reading right now, again, series is the Harry Potter series. So hmm. <laughs> you have the Harry Potter series and looking at that and then also listening to the audiobooks on YouTube at the same time. Why is that? And because it helps with your creativity. It, I, you can read so many technical books all the time, but how can you really relate that and tell a story and be a better t- storyteller it now? I believe that a lot of the marketing leaders, Brad, will be able, and not just marketing leaders, but business leaders and entrepreneurs, if they're be able to become better storytellers and then utilizing the tools and the artificial intelligence tools that are out there now, uh, it's going to be astronomical that what they can be able to do, especially in the upcoming months. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I recently read Alex's books as well, and I, I think that's a great tip. I think he might even mention it in the book. He's, if you're reading this, go get the audio book too. And I'm, I'm not just trying to sell you two books, but it's a good 
I, I tried that and it actually works uh, pretty good. I think that's a great tip to mention where you read it and listen to it at the same time. Correct. I just put it on the 1.5x speed and start, I love it. And start going <laughs> through it. Uh, yeah. Taking my notes and reading it through, it's been very beneficial. Absolutely. But, Brad, I said, great. You, you read the book, you have it, but then what are you doing with that information? What are you executing on? And that's what's always key is, all right, put, a, put the book down, stop the audio, and let's execute on something today, one small point uh, that you've learned and show your work. And that's what I'm doing and expecting the, the individuals that work with me do the same thing. Absolutely, great point. Any last words of wisdom, any, any last remarks before we end the episode here today? Yeah, Brad, when people say, you've heard the saying, life is a marathon, have you heard that? Yeah. yeah I don't believe that, it's a sprint. Hmm. It, it's an all out sprint. Why is that? If you look back, and I was talking to my father the other day, and he said, man, I, it feels like it was just yesterday when you were married, but that's 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so the perspective of time, it's so weird. And if you focus on a marathon of life, you might think that you have more time to do the things that you want to do or expected yourself to do. But then all of a sudden you find out that you ran out of time. So I believe that life is a series of sprints and you need to sprint through with urgency on everything that you do for your family, friends. And one of the models that I have for this year is open the door in 24. And so how well can you and how fast can you help others open the doors to opportunities and help them go through the challenges and, and take that with that sense of urgency. So life is a sprint. It is not a marathon. We don't have a lot of time on this earth. So what I believe that everyone should do is spend the quality time in execution, not rushing to mediocrity anymore, but even slowing down in that sense of urgency so you can do your best work and be your best self in the space and the moments that you have. This time that we're talking right now, Brad, I'm 100% focused on that. And my urgency for anyone who's listening and even for yourself is to be able to understand that be in the moment with sense of urgency and show your work. I love it. On that note, Kendall, it's great to have you on and thanks for sharing all your wisdom here today. Hey, let's ramp up. <laughs>